As expected, the new finance minister has got her job cut out for her as we head towards the mini-budget. She's found a, found a lot of short-term funding. What I've just heard from Nicola Willis is a desperate diversion from somebody who can't make their tax package add up. Uh, she's been in the job of opposition finance spokesperson for close to two years. If she can't read and understand what is in the budget document, then I am deeply concerned at how she's going to do the job of finance minister. Yeah, so there, Nicola. So there. Good morning to you. <laughs> Good morning. I'm going to rise above that nastiness, I think. Okay. I mean, it's not much of a defence, is it? No. His defence well, is essentially, I left fingerprints everywhere, so I was asking to get caught. That's what uh, I actually took I, from his comments yesterday, and that that was, um, it's all there, which technically is true, it is there, but because it's problematic for you now, it's almost got a na 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 feel about it. Yeah, that's right, and actually this is serious stuff, and... It's been reported that during the campaign behind the scenes, Labour operatives were showing off about the fact that they had a strategy of leaving fiscal booby traps to trip up the incoming government. I mean, this behaviour is unacceptable, I think. We knew spending was out of control. We knew the books were in bad shape. But what's becoming clearer is the scale of the financial messes that Labour left behind it. Uh, And I'm working through those systematically, so that we can make better choices for the future. See, how much of it, from your point of view, was about PR? You're you're bracing us for the bad news. So, in other words, it's going to be ugly. At some point, we're going to start blaming you because that happens with all political cycles. So, are you just saying, like, line it up, get ready, because it's going to be ugly? Just trying to be open with the public about the scale of the challenges we're facing. Because I want people to understand that we're facing blowouts on a number of fronts. One, some of the major projects that the last government had initiated have completely expanded in cost. You know, they haven't doubled in cost. In some cases, they've more than tripled in cost. And the government hasn't found the funding for those things. So we're going to be faced uh, with fixing up some of those projects. And then on the other hand, as I highlighted yesterday, you've got these ongoing programs where the public would have a clear expectation that they'll continue into the future. Uh, but the previous government hadn't actually funded that, so we're going to have to find the money. Ah, so school lunches, I think, is a very good example. They invented the school lunch program. I would have thought they, one, continue to fund it, B, expand it. Why did they not fund it? Did they not fund it because they literally had no money or they didn't fund it because they knew they were going to lose the election and wanted to leave you in trouble? Well, I I tend to think it's the latter. And the reason I think that uh, is that they knew that they wanted to continue that program into the future. As it is, uh, we will be looking for efficiencies in that program uh, because, of course, it will expand in price into the future and currently there aren't the dollars for it in future years. So we're going to have to find those dollars and I'm going to have to look taxpayers in the eye and say every single one of those dollars being used in the school lunch program is being used well. It's Mm. not being wasted. Uh, and I don't think Labor had the metal to actually do that exercise. Well, that's that's part of the good news for you, though, isn't it? Because what you're alluding to there is that every kid of a school asked for school lunches and they needed eight lunches for eight kids. The, they said, no, sorry, every 250 kids get it because otherwise they, that's what you're going to change, isn't it? So there are obvious savings there. Yeah, well, that's one of the things the Minister of Education will have to look at. Cause it's disgusting the waste right now. I've been at schools where the lunches are stacked up in huge towers Uh, because they're not being eaten, because there's been this silly notion that everyone in the school has to take a lunch, even though they might prefer a peanut butter sandwich. So we've just got to be sensible. Okay. So the numbers I'm reading over the weekend, Crown expenditure from 2017 to now has gone from 75 to 123 billion. 
Net cork round debt's gone from 62 to 181 billion, and it's still growing. That 123 billion, there must be masses of room in there for savings. Well, there there will be. There will definitely be areas of wastage. And so now that I'm behind the curtain, I'm on the other side, I am working carefully with our Treasury officials to put together a program to cut out the waste, cut out the excessive spending, cut out the needless bureaucracy, ensure better value for money. It's not just going to be my job, Mike. Every minister in our government will be sitting down with their agencies and saying, right, how are we going to get this shaped? the ship back in order because it's out of shape Uh, and this is going to be an ongoing activity it's not just a one-off actually every year we have a responsibility to be custodians of public money and I think that responsibility has been forgotten in recent years. I've talked to the Prime Minister about the meeting with uh, Adrian or he seems on board. A Treasury on board are they being useful and helpful? Uh, Look I don't blame Treasury for these messes. I think that they were probably giving warning shots along the way, but they've got a big job now to help me tidy it up. And that's going to mean fronting up to some of the poor practices that have been used in the past. And in some cases, we're going to have to change the rules so it can't happen again. Yeah. Uh, because I don't think anyone should be left with this many financial booby traps going off. So that's what you've got, but what you've also got is what's coming. Uh, do you trust their forecasts? Because historically their forecasts are wrong and they say we're going to get 100 bucks, and it turns out to be 87 And if you worry about the economy, which I do, I don't see good times ahead at all, at least for the next year. Well, forecasts are notoriously difficult and Treasury are are quite proud of how well years go, but obviously there'll be overs and unders. Here's the thing. Yes, there's lots to be worried about in the global economy and there are forces that aren't coming our way. But also, it's a new day. We've got a new government, a government that backs business, that backs entrepreneurs, that wants people to invest, that wants small businesses to be employing people to have a better go. We want to get the red tape out of the way. We want to make it easier for them. We are on the side of growth. We're going for growth. So there are good times ahead, Mike. Good stuff. Uh, Go well. Appreciate your time. We'll talk a lot more. Uh, December 20 is when the budget's coming. Nicola Willis, the Finance Minister. For more from the Mike Hosking Breakfast, listen live to News Talk ZB from 6am weekdays or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio.